I want to speak about divine transfer and I'll be done by the time I told you on Sunday. Amen. Write this down. Our hope of ever doing anything for God is solely dependent on what God can transfer into us. If you will serve God, it's because God is in you. Write this down. Having a calling does not guarantee the function of the calling. Having a call does not guarantee the functionality of that call. Because functionality is determined by impartation. Lift up both of your hands say, Father, my heart is open. My spirit is alert. Speak to me and move me to another level in Jesus' name. Genesis chapter number 2, verse number 7. We move faster. Genesis 2, 7. Look up, everybody. Clear your throats. <clears throat> One, two, read it. And the Lord God formed man. So the container. Okay? The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living So God made man, but man was dead. Yeah. God made man, but man was dead. Yeah. <laughs> My God. He was lying there. You'll be surprised what is just lying dormant in you. You'll be surprised the calling God has for you, but you can't enter. The assignments, the graces. <laughs> Dormant mantles. Formed, but lifeless. <laughs> so man was laying there dead. Nothing was working. It's not a surprise when things don't work. Sometimes it's like that. You can be a prophet for many years without entering the prophetic. Yeah. Elisha was the prophet of the double portion, but he was a farmer all his days. And he had made out, cut out his niche in farming. He was farming with 12 oxen. But the man never knew who he is. Oh my God, I'm telling you, there is somebody that is about to come alive in you. There is a mantle that is laying dormant. May it come alive. May you discover who you are. May you meet yourself. Yeah, can you look at yourself and say good morning? Not good night, good morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if nothing is working, you are not the first one. Adam. Laying there, formed, but dead. 
I was talking to a certain art, uh, uh, architect. And he was explaining to me something very powerful. I said, hey, I want you to draw for me 5,000 sitter and then put like three 1,000 sitter halls underground and put a pool underground and do this. And they said, hey, hey, hey. He said, wait, in architecture, function comes before form. I have to understand function before I come to do the form. And I was learning something from this guy. I said, hey, this guy is talking like God. The Bible says God knows the end from the beginning. He said, you cannot put a hole. You don't know where people will be passing. Where will this, where is the service area? I said, hey. Adam was formed and dead. What is dead in your life? I'll tell you what is dead. Anything God has not breathed on is still dead. The Bible says, and God breathed into his nostrils and he became alive, a living soul. So the man has a dead state and a living state. A dead state and a living state. When you are not saved, you are dead. Yeah, you are going to the club, you are so dead. All you are doing is what you know how to do in that state. You don't like my message. What do we mean when we say Adam became alive? Oh, please, I want to talk to you today. Even don't provoke me. What do we mean? This is what we mean. Number one. He was able to think like God. This is how you know you've hung out with someone. You are starting to think like them. How do you know somebody's breath has come to you? Adam now is thinking like God. Ah. And Adam is breathing the same breath. So what was in God's nostrils... Now is in his nostrils. And now Adam can move like God. He can operate like God. He can see what God is seeing. Let me tell you, if there's somebody I want to see, huh? I used to say I want to be very angry with this guy, but I think I want to ask him some questions. Because you realize that Adam did not have visions. Adam did not have dreams. And Adam did not have a trance. Adam was lifelike. God is here, I'm here. <laughs> Am I alone in this room? I told you on Sunday that the glory of God is responsible to make you God's image. God's likeness, this thing you have now is not God's image and likeness. Don't be saying like, you know, we are created in God's image and likeness. Who said that? It is Adam. When you have the Holy Ghost, you are in God's image and likeness. You want to tell me that what? Diamond is in God's image and likeness. Wait, please, don't stretch revelation. When the Holy Ghost is in you, you are in God's image and likeness. 
When you are in carnality, you are in another image. Don't, don't, don't make us look like we don't know what we are talking about. Now, let me shock you. So, Adam's function like God was impossible until God If God does not breathe on Adam, Adam and chimpanzee are the same. <laughs> I was explaining on Sunday why Satan was angry with God and why Satan was angry with Adam because until Adam, the most glorious creature on the... Am I talking to you? The most glorious creature on the earth was Satan. And he was closest to God. When God wanted to do something, Satan was there. He could look at God, but he didn't look like God. <laughs> and then he heard God one day say, let's make a man. A man. Uh-huh. That's okay. Uh-huh. In our image. Huh? In our likeness. There is no angel that is in the image of God. This was the beginning of envy and the beginning of jealousy. How can there be a man that will look like you? Have your breath. You know, there is no angel with the breath of God. That is why you need to understand why Satan, Satan wants to destroy you. And he will destroy you with the same destruction that destroyed him. He will make you rise above God. Desire to be something you are not called to be. You are okay as the exact image. What other image do you want? Write this down. Because I'm talking about impartation. Can you say impartation? Be comfortable with what is imparted. Don't seek what is external. <laughs> Satan and the angels don't have the image of God. And the reason they don't have the image of God is because the breath of God is not in them. Satan, by the time he was coming to tempt man, he had fallen. So if there is something the devil knows how to do is to fall. As for falling, this is an expert. Uh, do I need to tell you? So you know, if there is something the devil can engineer, it's a fall. He thought he would be the engineer of the rise. He became the expert of the fall. Anytime you hang around Satan, eh, your fall is sealed, stamped, and delivered. Genesis chapter number 3. Let me show you something. Uh, verse number 1. Look at this. Clear your throats. I'm going to teach you many things. I'm going to teach you about ministry. I'll teach you about loyalty. And I don't have a theme. This impartation thing. And by the way, I want you to relax. Can you relax? 
lift up your hands if you use deodorant. Can you lift up your hands and say, ah, relax. Don't mess this up. <laughs> Clear your throat. I think this scripture is an insult. Because this scripture puts the devil in the level of animals. That the serpent was more cunning than the beast. Can you clear your throats? Okay, one, two, read it. More cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Say to the woman, has God said? Uh-huh. God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Go to the next verse. Then the serpent said to the woman, ah, you will not die. Today I will show you even when Adam died and who attended his burial. Today I will show you everything. <laughs> you will not surely. Uh-huh. You will be like God. I thought that. Write this down. I don't know whether to address this thing there. I want to address it in terms of fathers and sons and us and God. Because I can tell when a certain son is about to fall myself is when their eyes are opened to what they are not being taught by their authority. By the way, let me tell you, humility is a virtue. Humility, I want you to practice the act of not being too small or too big, being exactly what you are being told to be. That is humility. Humility is not being too small and it's not, it is being exact what we have told you to be. Don't desire to go above it or beneath it. You shall not die. You shall not die. God knows the day you eat this thing, your eyes will be open. You will be like God. You won't need God. You'll be pierced. Hmm. Write this down. Be careful with temptations to compete with God or with your authority. Be careful. I'm going, to I'm going to impartation, but I'm telling you something. Be careful about temptations to compete with God, what God has already said to you. By the way, this is the temptation of this generation. But I, I think I can manage. Listen, you will know you can't. Be careful with the temptation. To compete with what God has said or what an authority has guided you to do. <laughs> and be careful with positions. Can you say position? Be very careful with positions. And I want to explain to you something. For you to receive an impartation, 
be open. Open. Can you look at me? Can you say open? open. You must be so open to God. You are excited about his sound, his word, what he has said. That is your life. Because if anything opens your eyes to anything else, you become jittery around the presence. When you hear the same voice, now you hide. By the way, me, I can tell you somebody's about to fall. They are always guilty of something. When a son is new, or rather fresh in loyalty, what they have is a teachability and a joy. And nothing is there. There is no shadow of turning. I don't have anything to hide from you. I'm, a, I'm here. Speak. When impartation is about to be destroyed, what sets in is guilt. Am I confusing you? <laughs> guilt. So the joy you had when you see your teacher or God or the presence of God, that joy has been corrupted with concern. when did leaves hide you from God? When can a leaf hide you from the presence? So you see that one of the strongest weapons Satan uses is called an argument. And be careful as a son when an argument enters your mind. An argument has entered your spirit and now you are weighing everything you have been told like you. How? But explain. Good. Tell me more. What do you mean? Adam lived for the presence. Because when God appeared, he would reveal him. Because he is the image. But now something has entered his image. There is something else he wouldn't want God to see. Huh? Impartation happens when you are simple. Simple and open and happy. And joyful and teachable. When you have no question or argument. And when Eve saw that the fruit was good for food. Hey, let me go back to what I was telling you. Today I told you I want you, I will show you many things. Write this down. Remember what I told you? That you cannot serve God without him breathing on you. I'm still going, whatever. And you'll do an exam on this. Write this down. Man fell for the same reasons Satan fell. And that is the desire to become more than what he has been told to be. Ambition is one of the killers of impartation. Of ambition. Of ambition. Maybe you've heard me say this. Never make me say to you what I don't want to say. Or send you where I don't want to send you. Or give you an, because you are pushing me. I will. If you push me, I will. Yeah. By the way, if you push me, I will. Even if you push me to join your wedding, I will join it. Because it's the joy of a father for you to go and marry and have sex, right? Because I can't say no. I can't say no. By the way, when you are talking to your man of God, never say, God has told me. 
because you have tied my hand. Oh God, how can I argue with God? So God has told you, because this is the argument Satan brought. God knows that you will be like him. This thing is godly. It's not so bad. I, I, I don't like people that overuse the word God. Yeah. That's why even in my prophecies, you cannot hear, that say is the Lord. No, no, no. I've just been telling you what I'm seeing. And I can be wrong. Because I'm not Adam. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm into visions. Adam was into real life. Hey! <laughs> Watch out for positions. Watch out for images. Watch out for ambitions when you are seeking impartation. And by the way, the prayers were very powerful today. Man fell for the same reasons that Satan fell. And I want to show you the effects of a fall. Can I show you the effects of a fall? It will surprise you. Eh? Some of you don't even know you are in the same position Adam was. What are the effects of a fall? Number one, broken fellowship. You know, the Bible is interesting. How do you know you are falling? Fellowship has begun to be tampered with. To a certain level. The kind of access you had. And fellowship is always broken by arguments. You see, the argument was not in God. It's never in the authority. It's in the recipient. <laughs> the effects of a fall are obvious. Number one, broken fellowship. And a carefree attitude also. I ate it and I'm taking it to my husband. I think this thing is good. God was lying. You know, these authorities sometimes, they are trying to gauge our liberties in Christ. This is manipulation. I tasted it. I thought I'll die. God said we will die. Look at me. Look at me. I'm still here. And I'm fed now. Try. By the way, let me tell you something about cursing. Today I'm teaching you many things. Curses and blessings are very strange. You don't see the effects of a blessing immediately. Like if you are blessed, it shall be well with you. Huh? The blessing of Joseph appeared when the archers shot against him. That is when you know somebody, is when there is a shift, sudden shift, is when the blessing kicks in like a gear. Curses also come upon you suddenly the day you need help the most. The day you are saying, Man, I want this thing, it has to open, make God open. That is the day the car slaps you like a slap in the dark. It doesn't happen. You don't know you are cast. You don't know you are cast. And it's not sudden and it's not 24 hours. It may not even be 365 days. It stalks you like a stalker. 
blessings and curses, they stalk you like stalkers. Ah! That's why you hear strange things like this. The guy was in a, in, a, in a freak accident. Many years later. Yeah. You know, Gaddafi, Gaddafi humiliated a certain prophet called Tunde Bakari. Tunde Bakari. He arrested Tunde Bakari and also tortured him and threw him out of the country. As he was going crying, he said, one day, one day, dogs will lick your blood. He was saying that to Gaddafi. One day, because his government had demanded he has to be released. That is how Gaddafi died. And it happened many years later. That's why when God says don't eat the fruit, you will not drop dead. Even when God says don't rebel, the effects of rebellion don't happen. Even what can happen after rebellion is a breakthrough. I'm telling it's a mysterious deception. Like even you can throw a bash and call people to say that guy was saying whatever. Look at me now. Look at me now. Mercy. Mercy. Hey. <laughs> so, hey, I'm teaching many things. Can you lift up your hands and say, Mercy, Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus. Don't let my mistakes catch up with me. <laughs> and also this Adam fellow, he also ate and said, ah, and I've always suspected that God is a liar sometimes. Go and bring another fruit. Go and bring another fruit. Which tree? Go and cut for me a few. Let's do a platter. And you know, the Bible does not say that God came immediately. God did not come when they are eating. So one of the evidences of a fall, number one, is broken fellowship. You know who is a fellow? My fella. Like fellow, like we have friendship. Our friendship is strong. Yeah, that's what breaks fast. You know, Jesus looked at Judas. He said, you eh, whatever you have to do, go and do it quickly. He already saw betrayal in him. But Judas was saying, what? <laughs> Jesus, stop it, stop. It wasn't me. <laughs> because sometimes an authority can see something in you before it happens. You can see. You can see the change of attitude. You can see the change. Yeah, you can see that this person, it's only a matter. Let me tell you the truth. When you are called an authority, an oversight, you can't see. You can't see. And some people, you can help them, but some people, you arakisha them to do what they need to do. Yeah. Take me to my next level. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> hey, you are not happy with that other point. There's a very funny prophetic spirit. Like one day, I was telling somebody, I went and told somebody who is married. 
I said to them, you know what? Stop hanging around that other person you want to sleep with. Stop hanging around that person. That's not the husband. The one to sleep with you. One of those crazy visions you can see. And you are wondering how will it be received. And then you hear somebody say, Guy! <laughs> Guy! Bishop, look at this text. And into me, text Jana. Yeah, because <laughs> some of these things there, they are like that. Hey. Don't argue with the word. If you eat this thing, you will die. From the day that Adam ate the fruit, he, day, he died 930 years later. But it's not heroic because he was not supposed to die. So, in the Garden of Eden, there was nothing like visions, nothing like dreams, nothing like a trance, nothing like a feeling. There was only fullness. This is what was at risk with an argument. Fullness. And now, look at what has happened to us. Even sometimes you can fast for 40 days and you don't see God. You don't meet him. Even when you see a vision, your vision is questionable. You even are asking yourself, God, is this you or me or Ugali? Have you ever asked yourself, is it you or me or Ugali? Because now we are given to visions and part, and <laughs> we are into parts. Now our prophecy, the Bible says, we prophesy in part because of Adam. So write this down before I go to the next level of the fall properly. One of the keys of impartation. Impartation. Huh? Is openness. You realize that men of God and God are into questions. How are you? Why? Just say well, how you are. How is your heart? One of the keys of impartation is openness. See, I told you I'll teach you many things. And an authority feels closer to somebody that is open. Me, I sh me, I'm already a mystery. You also, you are trying to be a mystery. <laughs> Can you be simple? Stop hiding behind leaves. It shows a certain argument between you and Satan. You used to be happy serving, now you look like you, you are a mixture of lemon and <laughs> lemon and ginger. <laughs> we are talking about divine transfer. There is no divine transfer when your heart is interfered with. And these are the things you will face every day. Hey, these are the things you will face every day. Time. I'll finish at 8 30 whether I'm done or not. <laughs> you will see that. Even if you're going to, can I tell you something? Don't, when you start church it, 
don't bring people close to you who are not open books. And people who are not happy and they are also always finding a way to, to reply by thinking about the reply. No! Reply what is in your mind right now. Adam, where are you? Where are you? He never said where he is. Me, I had your voice. And you know, it is the voice I've been arguing with also. <laughs> now God had to tell him, did you eat what I told you? You know what God showed me? This coming a release of impartation and gifts of the Holy Ghost. There's coming a release of anointings. I'm going to be talking like this every Tuesday. So, one of the keys of impartation is openness. The other one is transparency. And then another key of impartation, which you cannot fake, is gladness. Gladness. Let me, I get very confused when I see people are not happy again. It, for me, I interpret it to mean the devil has entered. Can I hear some joy in this congregation? You're not happy again. Yeah, you are moody. You become moody. And moody, your worry is not your uncle. One of the keys of impartation, right, this gladness. The other one is puppy feet. Puppy feet. I guess God was used to going to the garden because of the reaction he got from Adam. I think Adam would leave everything and run towards the direction of the sound of God. And today he wondered, Adam, where are you? Where is the chemistry? Where is the chemistry today? Wow. Adam, you have become deep, eh? By the way, be careful when you are becoming deep. Because deep is, God knows you will be like him. Your eyes will open. This is another level of maturity. You have deeper revelation. You are becoming beguiled. The Bible says, be careful lest you be beguiled like Eve. And anyway... In any case, what business do you have being deep around your authority? Around your authority, you are a baby. And you are excited and you are a student. Ah, am I talking? The day you begin to become deep around your authority, it's like you are chambuying what he's saying. I can take it deeper than that. You are, Satan is beguiling you. And giving your authority advice. Yeah. And declarations of your decisions and determinations. Satan is beguiling you. When you were when you were small in your own eyes, you couldn't do anything without asking. Nowadays, you have proposals. Yeah. So what had Adam lost to go behind the bush? Adam has lost excitement. And then Adam has become critical. I ate the fruit and I did not die. You said that this thing is a 24-hour miracle I'm going to be following. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> one day, some time back, I, I met this lady. She had this husband. I prophesied to them many years ago that they will go to a certain country. But then she left the church in rebellion. Okay? 
And then now, there was a need for me to do something. And I had, the husband had to call me. When the husband called me, the husband said, Bishop, you are a man of God. This thing, I remember it like yesterday. You prophesied it exactly. We are going to the same country. When I met the wife, I, 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 I told her, I think that this thing, I remember is it. She said, no, 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 it wasn't this. No, what you said was something else. I said, oh, yeah, forgive, forgive the mistake. <laughs> forgive the mistake. Hey, it's pride. Pride wants you to make you look like you are the engineer of the next level. Even the word of God is of no profit to you. You just smile from a distance because I've been around. Me, I've been around. Go to that place. Use your grace there. <laughs> I want you to be very careful when you start being afraid. Not the humility fear. Afraid of what the man of God will see. I heard your voice and I was afraid. Uh -huh. Nowadays you are afraid. Of what breathed into you. <laughs> what breathed into you has become a what? You are lifeless. By the way, you are lifeless. You are lifeless. You are laying dead. Now you are walking. You have enough sense to fear. All right, can I go to the next level? When the fall happens, number one, fellowship is broken. Number two, corruption enters. Corruption comes after the fall. And I want to read a scripture for you. Be careful. The Bible says, you are the most beautiful of the angels until iniquity was found in you. Until iniquity was found in you. Iniquity was found in Satan. Where did iniquity come from? God's archangel. It came from questioning God's decision. Why are you creating a man? Why? How can that guy be greater than us? He's in the flesh. You have made him from dust. How can dust have your image? Until iniquity was found in you. <laughs> Praise God. That's why nowadays you can fast. You are fasting seven days dry. Oh my God, even a drop of presence has not come. And Adam lived in the manifest Shekinah. Now, seven days later, you are even feeling like fornicating after seven days. <laughs> because, let me show you, Romans 8.21. Warumi. Romans 8.21. Keep your heart pure. <laughs> it's a mystery. You are supposed to be, become godlier because you are fasting now. The, the thoughts that are in your head. There is no God in the thoughts. <laughs> Romans 8.21. Hey! Look at this. Because creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage 
of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Verse number 22. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Creation has corruption. If you leave a church to join another one, because that one is perfect, the day you join it, it becomes corrupt because you have joined. We have problems. We are the reason there is problem because we are involved. When we are involved, we are, humanity is corrupt. It's a very sad reality. All right? But the saddest reality is not just broken fellowship and corruption. The saddest reality, write this down, is separation from the breath. Separation from the breath. When God called me, eh, I used to hear voices like, a voice would tell me, Eric, stop. And I would hear God tell me, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D. Eh? That's what I would know God as. Then, then it graduated. I started seeing. Eh? And every time I'm in, my, I'm in my worst, I'm in my worst, like discouraged. Those are the things that happen to me. Either I will hear a voice ask me, why are you discouraged? Oh my God. <laughs> or I hear, I, I feel a, a wind blowing behind my head. <laughs> That's how I know God is there. And this one is kindergarten. Adam did not need, <laughs> he had. <laughs> hey. The saddest. Hey, this message, what kind of message is this? I'm talking about divine transfer. And I'm, since I'm activating your senses towards God, I'm activating your senses towards God, a living God. So something must begin to be probed, probed by God. You, I'm here now. By the way, the closer you get to God, he begins to shut down your conversations. How can you be so hateful? You have been talking nonsense for one hour. God has not stopped you. You don't cut. How many of you have ever caught yourself saying something stupid and stopped? It is an evidence of God. <laughs> yeah. It's an evidence of God in your life. You just hear yourself say, hey, I capture. I bind. I nail it at the crown. What kind of nonsense am I saying? You, you have started the composition and finished. The saddest part of the fall was separation from the breath. The breath of God. Oh my God. See, the way nowadays we are always carrying power banks. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to Moranga yesterday, but I'm very tired, but I had to come and speak to you. Yeah. Sometimes you go, <laughs> you see that the power bank, you don't have the power bank. And your phone is saying 40%. The death we had from God did not take away everything. That's, people don't know when they are backslidden. When you are backslidden, you don't go off. There is something that is still there in the reserve. But you go from 80%, 60%, Forty percent, 
32%. You are just thinking, hey man, number, I want to do another conference. 22%. <laughs> Hey, the Bible says that Samson knew not that the Lord had left him. 15%. 15%. Samson is in Delilah's house. Yeah, sampling the thighs. 10%, I'm telling you. 10%. And Delilah said, Samson, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. And he said to himself, I will rise up like in former times. And I will shake myself. And he knew not. Two percent. <laughs> Genesis 5 5. The absence of the breath, breath of God is death. I've been asking myself, why is some people that were excited and strong, now they are not bearing fruit? And I started saying, hey, 40%. 20%. They don't know. 15%. You have become a professional. You are not a seeker of the breath. You are now into practicals. And you are an, a lecturer of the things God used to do. 5%. 5%. You cannot serve God unless he puts something in you. Look at this. So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years and he died. Oh my God. And you know, Adam, huh? who is this guy that walked with God and he was not? Enoch, also Lot, all of those guys attended Adam's burial because they were in the same timeline. When Adam died, Enoch came. Yeah, it's the first burial. And now they are confirming, Kumbe, what God said is true. So this apple killed. It didn't happen immediately. I pray that God, by some way, will help me capture somebody that is heading to 0%. That you begin to value breath more than things. Hey! Don't depart from the voice. The Bible says he had the voice of God walking. He didn't hear God. God was so close to him, the voice became steps. <laughs> so when God is moving, he's hearing God stepping. May you go back to 100% of the breath of God. May there be an impartation in your spirit in the name of Jesus. Hey. So, the way we started ministry, we started ministry with prayer. We started ministry with fasting. We started ministry with repenting and humbling yourself under authority. But the moment you forget what brings the breath, you begin to go to 30%, 20%. You don't even have the fear of God anymore. And you know the fear of God is coupled with the fear of his servants. By the way, the fear of God goes hand in hand with the fear of his servants. Let me go here. What Bishop will say today. Nowadays, 
five percent. <laughs> so at least you know who went to the barrier of Adam. <laughs> when the breath of God becomes a lesser value, you start dying. And I'm not talking about these prayer meetings we do. Somebody is pushing on the mic. Ah, pa, 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 pa. Listen. You, 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 do you pray at all? Do you pray in the house alone? 5%. Because, you see, Pastor Chalo will not follow you to your business. Yeah. He will lead you here, but you have to lead yourself in the house. What is your prayer muscle? Where are you? Where is the breath of God in your house? Write this down. You cannot do ministry apart from the Holy Spirit. You cannot do ministry apart from the Holy Spirit. Is the candle of your heart on? Is it burning? Is there a spark in your spirit? Is there something that calls you? You are in the, in the middle of people. People are talking and you feel something telling you, wait a bit. <laughs> you remember those things? There's a way God can talk to you in a crowd and pull you apart. Eh? Five percent. Five percent. So nowadays you entertain flirting. You are sending nudes now. You are not doing the real act. You are sending nudes. Yeah? 5%. 4.5%. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, if somebody does not tell you you are backsliding, you will be like Samson. Because of the gifts, you never think God can leave you. Me, I have put gates and run with them up the mountain. Samson had a gift, my friend. He would have put the gate and run with the gate up the mountain and put the gate in a new position up the mountain. <laughs> and then go and fornicate and kill a thousand Philistines. Because sometimes reserve, when you kick into reserve, fear has left. The car is on E, but it's moving. It's moving. I'm still talking about divine transfer. <laughs> Many things. When you lose the breath of God, write this down. Oh, you don't like the message? <laughs> when you lose the breath of God, how do you know it? The burden lifts. Burden. The burden lifts. Burdens were lifted at Calvary, Calvary, burdens were lifted at Calvary. Jesus is very near. By the way, kama unanga kamuzigo sikuizi, mizigo ziliizi. You don't have a burden. Wewe, uko mali. Uko karibu kutokezea F2. 
while I'm yet put your hands in the air like you don't care. <laughs> but then, when the button lifts back, sliding is very close. <laughs> you know, one of the guys that shocked us in our time, hey, it was R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Huh? <laughs> I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. Spread my wings and fly away. I believe I can soar. Running through that open door. By the way, it was gospel. I believe I can... I love him. Two months. Move your body like a snake, man. <laughs> this thing you can shift. After two months, he said, move your body like a snake. Hey, I kill him. And he's in prison right now. And somebody needs to pray for Kanye also. I see he oscillates. It's like he doesn't have a pastor. You know, when Kanye West got saved. He said that this girl, what's her name? Kardashian is the, is the devil. Is Illuminati. I'm not going to live with the devil. Yeah, and he started a choir. <laughs> Immediately started a choir. Hey, the next time I see he's performing somewhere, I don't know, with Drake or somebody. Because if you don't have a pastor to just tell you, stay in the fear. Stay. I know you love God, but stay in the fear. Leave these arguments you have in your head. You argue about church. You argue about departments. You argue about Christians. You argue about men of God. Are you the most perfect person in this world? The devil has beguiled you. It's like all of a sudden you cannot fit in any church. Everybody's a hypocrite. <laughs> this, this corrupt belief. You are the angel. Because Satan... Huh? he masquerades as an angel of light and you feel like the angel of light because the breath capish <laughs> when the breath goes hey, when the breath goes you don't have a burden you don't have a burden even to do the work of God with burden you don't have you have to be followed up to mobilize, you have to be followed up to win souls. You even to meet a target already. You're almost moving churches. Because of this being told all the time, you must bring a matak. You're even almost shouting, am I Jesus? Am I Jesus? Am I God? You All the time you call me, I open my WhatsApp, a message from you again. The button has lifted. The breath has gone, I'm telling you. <laughs> because when you don't have the breath, there's no burden again. Yeah, I need a break. I need a break. I've taken a break. What's the problem? I'm not ready to reveal it. I'm not ready to reveal it. It's me and the Holy Ghost. By the way, people that are falling become super spiritual. You will hear things like, it's me and my Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That nobody understands me but me, but you and me, Holy Ghost. By the way, when you get there, eh, just know you are going. 
this thing of break is always Satan. And you break until you break down. Yeah. One day, I, I'd got a, I was newly saved, but I was really offended. Me, I got saved and started walking in the supernatural immediately. I was so offended because God was moving through me to others, but he was not doing things for me. And I became sad. And then one day I'm in Matatu, and God said, you are going to fall. He said, who, me, me? I almost removed like the dagger like Peter. Who? Who is going to fall? My friends, I started clubbing. Yeah? These are the stories I give you that I was preaching in the bar. I fell flat. One day, <laughs> I fell flat for two years. I still think that if I didn't fall those two years, I would be the new Benin. <laughs> those two years, I went down because I was annoyed with God and the church. Chunga hii asira yako hii na wanadamu. Umekafirikia wanadamu? Wanadamu, binadamu. Wanadamu, the best thing you can do with human beings is father forgive them. For they know not, because if you think this one has angered you, Wait and see the cousin. <laughs> if you think this is a bad church, you join the other church. You know, the other day, eh, they, I met this lady. <laughs> I was telling mom, she left this church. She was so annoyed, this child. When you are offended, you say all kinds of things. So I, I met this lady. I said, huh, it's been a while. Where have you been? She said, home. I said, why home? He said, let me tell you, the devil is in churches. <laughs> I asked her, which church did you go? She said, I went to this church here. Hmm? I was, everything that can happen, happened. I asked her before she, she had forgotten what she told me. I said, I thought you said our church was bad. She said, ah, Father Linubri. <laughs> ah, Father Linubri. Write this down. <laughs> when you lose the breath of God, you cannot be effective. The problem with these messages, if I can come here and tell you the breath of God, and I tell you, now lift up your hands, but you don't know that the real meaning of what I'm saying is that you must be fruitful and go back to the work. When you don't have the breath, even you prefer prayer meetings, but not soul winning. Yeah, you prefer a form of godliness that denies the power. The power is not in you rolling here. The power is in bringing the harvest to Jesus. Why are you not talking about Jesus? The breath has disappeared, I'm telling you. Now, when the breath goes, you become a CEO Delta leader. Mukwapi, Mumenda ground. Uh-huh. Watu bado wako. Tell them I love them, okay? <laughs> you on Sunday. <laughs> <My love. laughs> Tell them I love them. I love them with an everlasting love. <laughs> Shalom. 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 <laughs> and you don't know it's a breath that disappears. You don't go. You don't mingle with lepers anymore. Because of your new super 180 suit. 
super 180. But then I'm going back to suits. Ah, shall we? Right this down. <laughs> when you lose a breath, you lose. You stop being affected. Write this down. You don't have effectiveness. I was complaining. I went home very sad on Sunday. And God said to me, just start the divine transfer and guide them back. You know what we call revival is faking? Yeah. Yeah. What we call revival, what kind of revival is this? You don't have proof. The way you are talking plenty. Revelation after revelation. You don't have any fruit and God is thinking, what kind of spirit has come on you? You are not effective, you are not fruitful. But you are loud. <laughs> it's like what Elijah was telling them. Cry out louder. Maybe your God has gone to pursue. Do you know what is to pursue? To pursue is to push. You know when you go to the toilet, you will know the real meaning of pushing. It's called pursuing. <laughs> Elijah was telling them, your God is pursuing. You don't know, go and check the word pursue in the Bible. It's going to the long call. Your God is pursuing. Ah! But no fruit. You shout and bring fruit is the better. <laughs> Write this down. So when you have the breath of God, you become useful. Useful. Like the house help that was in Naaman's house. She led the man to healing. There's a prophet in our town. You become useful when you have the breath. And when you have the breath of God, eh? all nations hear you. By the way, I get so surprised when I go to another country and I see people responding like you. I thought, hey, who taught them? It's the spirit. This reason, the, the man is coming to preach, who is coming to preach in our anniversary, I went to his church, his Mensa Otterbill's son. I went to his church, I was with mom. And I was preaching after a very powerful, well-known Nigerian revivalist. And I'm thinking, these guys should have put me first. <laughs> this year, because the way he's shouting, and I'm not planning to shout, I'm thinking they will think that they have wasted their money. <clears throat> I went. <laughs> By the way, that conference, nobody had gotten saved during the guy's time. Yeah, nobody had gotten When I started I called out, I saw the head usher is coming to be saved. The head usher. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the pastor is thinking, eh, the, the, confusion, no, I'm not saved. <laughs> because the Holy Spirit, it makes you useful. <laughs> I didn't have a place to pray because I didn't want to wake up you know, mom and I pray in different time zones. She prays at night. I pray early in the morning. So, And I was staying at the Marriott Hotel. So I woke up in the morning and I went to pray 
in the lawn outside. And I found, I didn't know the workers, the waiters, and all the chefs. They are listening to me. And I'm praying, today move, Lord. When I finished praying, I would see all of them ask me, how is that? Are you okay, sir? <laughs> yeah. And I would call them and shake their hands and tell the prophesy to them. And I told them, I'm starting a church here. So when you start a church, we'll be your members. The Holy Ghost makes you useful. I'm in Ghana. I'm in Ghana, I'm telling you. And nobody knows me from Adam. But the Holy Ghost, they know the Holy Ghost. Yeah. So you cannot say people are not receiving you in the fellowship. You just get the bread. My fellowship is not growing. Get the bread. Moms, uh, this church that mom went to, they have broken. They are now competing with the older branches. In the hundreds. Now they have gone into the hundreds. And the church had 15 people. Yeah. The church had 15 people. 15 unwilling people. You see the breath of God. <laughs> the breath of God will just make people willing. So she told me something very funny. Ten minutes I'm done. She said, hey, honey, I'm starting a new breed boutique in Nakuru. <laughs> new breed boutique. I said, yeah. I said, why? She said, do you remember those members used to attract Kitambo? The ones that have no shoes. They have no shoes, they have no clothes. They have come to our church. <laughs> and they laugh at they say, well, you are our pastor, we love you. And we are going to bring more of us to you. And she's thinking, people like you are coming more. <laughs> she's thinking, oh. <laughs> Write this down. The Holy Spirit makes you more important than your educated brothers and sisters. And I want to explain. You need to be educated because if you are educated and anointed, we will produce people like Apostle Paul that write the Bible. If you are not educated, if you are, even if you are anointed, there's only certain things you can do for us. But when you are anointed, it makes you stand out even amongst people that are important. Praise God. Apostle Peter... He had not been to school, but he's the one that Jesus said, you will be the church. Are we saying don't go to school? No. We're saying the anointing puts value on you. And if you have the privilege of being very learned like Apostle Paul and very anointed, they're better. They're better. It makes you, in your family, you're going to stand out in your family. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. What is the name of the guy that brought the gospel to Kenya? Is it David Livingston? <coughs> huh? uh, no, there's another guy called Livingstone. Livingstone. Huh? Huh? Yeah, I was checking out his... Uh, David Livingstone was actually a doctor. He was a physician. He was a doctor. But he's not known as a doctor. He's known as a missionary. And then his brother was more learned than him. If you go and check out his story, okay? You will see that his brother is written there, that, and this guy was his brother. But David Livingstone, story upon story upon story, because the anointing, when you carry Jesus, you become important. Even if you are a donkey. Like we know a donkey in the Bible. 
Even if you don't know anything else, you know the donkey in the Bible that carries Lucifer. Uh, is it true? I pray that your charger will become fully charged. May you go to 100% fully charged. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, be fully charged? Now, Matthew 13, 24. I want to finish here. I'm going to be talking like this many things every Tuesday. What do you think? Just like that, like scrambled. Throw it in. Be transparent. Be this. <laughs> be effective. Hey, can you look at your neighbor and say, as a neighbor, could this be your problem? The way even you don't even have six shepherds. Are you breathless? Are you having breathing complications? <laughs> Matthew 13, 24. Look up. <coughs> Look at this. I want you to clear your throats. Can you clear your throats, please? One, two, read it. While men slept. By the way, you know how true this is? If you have a certain place, you have assignment ministry, the day you sleep, if you go back after one month, huh, it's not the same place you left. Even the people that were following you, they don't want to see you. They see you coming. Hey! The enemy has sown tears. Can you continue reading? But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tears also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tears? Uh, wait, that's why me, <clears throat> I don't get surprised when people become disloyal. People that were very loyal, you see now they are bathing funny. An enemy has sown a seed. That's why me, I do my best. <clears throat> Amen. I do my best to love you fully. But by the time you manifest, I will have loved you. Today, I saw something on Facebook. I saw a certain couple that left my church. The church of Jesus Christ, like the church I pastor. Don't go out there saying church your bishop, okay? It's English. This guy could not marry. Could not marry at all. I literally did prophetic hookah. Huh? I'm the one that told some of you, this is your husband. And you eh, marry this girl. Now, nobody remembers. Then I saw somebody that remembered what I did that was writing on Facebook. I remember as clear as day. The day, and then they tagged me. The day Eric Wangi prophesied this thing. <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah. It takes Facebook to remember. <laughs> Those that forget. Hey, where were we? Did we not sow good seed? Uh, da, 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 then go. We want to go up. Go to the next verse. Read it. No, don't uproot. Lest while you gather up the tears, 
you also have brought the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares, bind them in bundles and burn them. Gather the wheat into the barns. I want to share something with you. If you don't grow, it doesn't mean the devil is not growing. Like evil, the Bible says this is the counsel of heaven. Let them grow together. So if you are not growing, don't think that wickedness is not growing. And you need to grow at the same pace as the wickedness of our generation. Otherwise, it will bind you. My friend, as people are becoming more wicked, become more, more deep in the anointing. Yeah. Because Jesus has decided both should grow together. So if you are not growing something, that's why me, I will always call you to teach you. Do you know why? I'm competing with something else that also is teaching you. Something else, your nature, bloodlines, curses in your family, they are also trying to manifest. So I have to keep talking to you. And if I stop talking to you, you see, you have become corrupt. And the more I talk to you, the more you are becoming men and women of God. The more, the Bible says, when they reach harvest, I will say to the reapers, bind the tares in bundles and burn them. Then gather the wheat into the barns. Do you know what that means? The anointing will be stronger than the tares. So by the time we reach to a certain level, something wants to manifest in your life. Because of the teaching I've put in your life, you have the authority to bind the thing. Don't think that two, two years from now, there won't be something knocking. Yeah. There will be things knocking in your life. Maybe an ancestor. An ancestor is knocking <laughs> to make you polygamous. <laughs> you know? I get so surprised eh, when I see somebody that I've been training, an ex has reappeared. And the ex is saying, listen, you are going to be my second wife. And I see that they are trying to be confused. <laughs> huh? And then I sit down with them and I tell them, remember! And then they remember and rise up above the nonsense. They don't have now to go back to the thing because of the teaching. If you didn't teach them, they will even be willingly fourth wife. Willingly. Happily. Look at what is happening to our president. Hey, he has begun to remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I don't know what's happening. This is a country of God. This country is of God. I believe there's a certain witchcraft that was sitting on this country. Mm. And we need to pray for our president so that there is no public outburst. It's not good for a head of state to behave like that. Don't you agree? Yeah. The next thing you know, you remove his shoe and throw it, like at wood. <laughs> yeah. And I think there are a lot of liars around, because me, I love Uhuru a lot. Good guy, what did you? The tears are growing. Don't, if you don't remember anything I'm telling you here today, can you wave at me? Always remember, eh? There are tears and there are wheat. And you better be stronger than the tear. So if you stop praying, the tear, 
<laughs> it will tear you. Can you say I will grow? So, when things are becoming elephant, make sure you are also becoming mountain. Zechariah 4, 6. Can I lay hands on you? Zechariah. Look at this. <laughs> because I don't know who else is laying hands on you. So I might as well also add a hand that is stronger. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's death that has laid hands on you. Yeah. I... Hey, brother, what's your name? You with the green coat. Yes. David, Zero, where are you from? You are from Embu. Do you want to be a man of God? Okay. Please sit down. <clears throat> Zechariah 4 6. He's a village mate. Oh, you know him? Oh, Embian. You're also from Embu. Can you clear your throats? One, two, read it. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. <coughs> not by might, not by power. Continue. Who are you, O great mountain? Now, listen to me, guys. I want you to see this. This world cannot be addressed by knowledge. And some of the things that have come up are mountainous. Like, you can't address them practically. It's not by power. It's not by might. It's only by the spirit. And so you need to grow in the spirit because some things that are mountains, you won't deal with them through counseling. When you are talking to somebody that is gay, counseling even is confused. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hey, am I talking to anybody here? Or somebody that is going through generational curses. What are you going to counsel him about generational curses? The Bible says it's not by power. It's not by my, it's the spirit that addresses the mountain. It is spirits that address mountains. <laughs> because mountains, their root is spiritual. Some of the things you're going through now, you have been always trying to find a logical solution to what you can do. It is not logical, it's spiritual. If you are not growing your spirit, the mountain will conquer you. The mountain will conquer you. You need to consciously, intentionally do something spiritual every day. And I have something I want to give you to do. 
There's a method to every madness. Yeah. So the mountain cannot be uprooted by a caterpillar. This Bible is saying this mountain, you will not cut it with a caterpillar. It's not by power. You know, when I was growing up, I had a preacher preach and he said, there are three ways to deal with your mountain. Number one, you can uproot the mountain. Number two, you can climb the mountain and go the other side. <laughs> and number three, you can speak to the mountain. And it was good and it is true. But there are some mountains, you can only deal with them spiritually. And if you are not spiritual, it will never move. Never move. Zerubbabel, not by power, but I thought power is powerful. Yeah, bring that in uh, earth movers. Start that side, this side, and no, this mountain is, is spiritual. And some of you, those mountains are in your families. Families, single mothers, pa. And you think you, you are special. You better start speaking to the mountain spiritually. Yeah, and you are not praying. You are going to be like a sitting duck. You are not praying. I was talking. I went somewhere and I was told this person that is mad. Huh? They were a cow was chasing them and they became mad. Hey. And then I was told, and this one also is the daughter. She's also mad. Huh? And also the mother was mad. Hey. And also, this other person is mad. Said to Fiaqua. No, 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 no. Hey, already I was starting feeling like I'm also going mad. Hey! I said, no, 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 no. This thing, spiritual. So some things in your life, some things are spiritual. And if you don't deal with them, yeah. Some of you, when you came to this church, you are depressed. You are even suicidal. <clears throat> Is it true? You, first of all, come here. You know. Oh, you. <laughs> Look at that. You. Now, this is crazy kind of depressed. When she became depressed, she gets out her phone, goes to TikTok. Eh? To cry in TikTok. And it's not acting. It's depression. She cried there one hour. <laughs> hey. And the way she's bringing us joy in our days to, in Newbridge City Chapel. Don't play with the anointing. These things are spiritual. When you came to this church, I was praying for you every day, every service. Every service you have to roll under the chairs. <laughs> you don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing something spiritual. Spiritual things. Eh? are only addressed spiritually. Look at that. Has it been a blessing to you? Yes. So I texted her yesterday or Tuesday. And I texted her. I said, And she said, I said, this one is mine. One of my daughters uh, here texted me one day. She said, today, 
in the morning, she said, I've been, for the last several years, I puke blood. I puke blood and I also, I go to the toilet. Hey, yeah, come here. I didn't see you. It's a shock. Yeah, blood, blood. This is spiritual. Those are devils, I'm telling you. De remind me what you told me. Where is the mic? I texted that in the morning. I was, I used to have so much pain before. I used to vomit blood, I could not eat. But since dad laid hands on me, I just eat comfortably. I don't vomit. I have no stomach pain. I give glory to God. How do you explain that? That is God. Oh, mountain. Yeah. Eh? Not by power, not by might. You shall become a plane. Yeah. That's why you must build something spiritual. Every Can we give Jesus a mighty hand clap and a shout? Yeah. And leave alone that. You wanted to kill yourself. You wanted to die. And notice you are just happy. happy. Can we give God a shout of praise? Yeah. Glory to God. Sit down, sit down, sit down. I'm telling you, some things are spiritual. It's spiritual. It's like, yeah. Kuna tufitu tu. Ancestor. And now you are counseling ancestor. You say, ancestor, leave me. I'm still young. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. I want you to be more conscious of the following things. Write this down. Be more conscious from today. Don't go through a day without sensing the presence of God. Like, find it very, hey, something is wrong. Father, I want to sense you. You know, the problem with the Pentecostal church is moments. Hey, Sunday, they powerful Sunday. Sunday, not Tuesday. Tuesday, you are not telling us you fornicated on Tuesday. After all that power. So we don't have practical steps. Don't go through one day without being conscious of God. Number two, I want you to pray for God to restore dreams to you. Mdoto, don't just sleep. Why are you wasting a whole night? Aujenda movie. Ukilala unenda movie, my friend. <laughs> Pray that God will restore visions. Visions. I want to see a vision. I want to see something. Ay. And by the way, what I'm telling you, these are more powerful than natural things. A dream, a vision, a consciousness of God is more powerful than the situation you are going through. And if those things die, life will be elephant. Pray for this. Write this down. Pray for the direction of the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost You used to ask the Holy Spirit. Nowadays, you text your ex. What do I do in such a situation? This scenario. And I can be aware. Come on. Look to me. Affair size. I'll come. 
I want you to pray for the direction of the Holy Ghost. And then pray for guidance. Guidance. Guidance is something very interesting. It's like an inner counsel. It's an inner counsel. Sometimes somebody is telling you, oh, Najwa, my grandmother has just died. I need to go now, 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 now. Give me 5,000. And you are confused because you are compassionate. And then the Holy Ghost will tell you, this is a criminal. Criminal. And you say, you go, eh? Go. Go, we will talk tomorrow. <laughs> hmm? And you tell her, I just spoke to your grandmother. <laughs> I want you to pray for the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. Like, literally, when you have a situation, release the power of the Holy Ghost on that situation. I, I learned this from, from Kenneth Copeland. His motorbike would fail. And he would come and speak over the motorbike in tongues. In the name of Jesus, mechanical problems are not my portion. In Jesus' name, I claim it. This thing will work now. Then he would start the bike. Release the power of God. Start doing some crazy things. By the way, this is what made us Christians. Yeah. When you get a headache, before you swallow it, you just say, in the name of Jesus. If it persists, take a dig. <laughs> huh? I want you to believe God for the miraculous. I don't have time to, to teach you what is the difference between a miracle, a sign, and a wonder. I'll teach you. I want you to also believe God for the presence of angels. Can you say angels? Huh? I, I want to say this to you. It's time to walk in the supernatural. It is time for you to be different from the world in the name of Jesus. New Breed will be a different church from the world. Write this down. You must, as a matter of routine, pray a minimum of one hour every day. One hour every day. Pray in tanks. Seek the mind of God. Wake up early. Early will I seek you. Just wake up and just babble in tongues. Read a scripture. Go back. Kneel down. Talk to God. It's not just one thing. For one hour. For one hour. You will tell me by anniversary where you will be. By anniversary, you'll be a powerhouse. <laughs> just one hour every day. Jesus said, would you not wait with me for an hour? And the devil knows how to kill prayer. You just go there and you start watching things. Yeah, and then you listen to music for one hour. By the way, this is your musical prayer. It's not prayer. You can start with music, but you can end up with prayer. Sometimes I, I, I pray for one hour. No, you are listening to Darling Check. And you are riding on her anointing. <laughs> Write this down. Write this down. Do something for God every day. Like PVCI. Reach out to somebody. Check on somebody. Cancel somebody. Do something for God every day. Win a soul. Do you know if you win a soul every day? It's very many souls. It's very many souls. Do something like that every day. 
Every day, preach to somebody. Preach to somebody. Ningependa nionge na wewe. You just behave like uh, Nini. <laughs> eh? Jehovah Witnesses. Ningependa niseme na wewe. Now, but this is the main thing. Look at this. As you are doing all these things, connect with the Holy Spirit. Don't just do the things of God. Connect with the Holy Spirit. Do it the whole man. You know, this is what we did when Benihim started the book called Good Morning Holy Spirit. Good night. Good afternoon. I'm telling you, you'll be in a room and you'll feel the wind blowing. <laughs> Good afternoon, Holy Ghost. Praise God. How many of you are going to do these things? So you see, you see we can decide, let's pray for one hour. Push. But you don't, do, don't have a daily routine. It means you are a weakling when you are alone. You are only strong with people. me for this 10 minutes I've extended, but I'm telling you, you must do something about the real you. The cryptos man. The real you is called the cryptos man. The inner man. The inner man is called the cryptos man. If you have inner strength, these things of the body will not disturb you. The reason you are a paper tiger is because you don't have inner strength. Anything that can, any wind, it pushes you. If offense is coming, offense will come and knock. You say, offense na juanewewe. Unafungua ina injia. You are offended. Yeah, by the way, let me tell you, be careful. As we are turning eight, watch out for offense. Because Satan knows new beginnings are coming. He would like to keep you in the old, remove you from the church. And you go talking bitter things, which are not true. Yeah, but you are not going anywhere if you do that. Always be disciplined. <laughs> Can you shake your neighbor for me and say, you need to be spiritual. Now, I'm giving you an assignment. This week, this week, eh? By Sunday, the assignments I've given you for soul winning, the shepherds and the mobilization, you will do it by the power of the Holy Ghost. Don't just wake up in the morning and say, oh, you know, Bishop has said it, let's go and do it. You don't even have the Holy Ghost. Even it is mechanical, it is hard. Pray for the assignment. Pray for the souls. Pray that God will breathe on you. You will see that it will work. It is not by power. It's not by might. It's by the spirit of God. And if you don't do things spiritually, you will not do them for long. Even you will, you will now want to be released from those duties. Because carnality has set in. We don't give up anywhere. We don't give up in the kingdom of God. We push until we make it. it is, we are violent. So if I wake up in the morning and say, I don't want to be bishop. Guys, I want you to give me three months. That's why I mean, I don't take those things. I never, never. One thing you should never tell me is what you don't want to do. I don't take it. Do it if you die trying. And then we'll come for your burial and say he was a brave person. He was a very brave Christian. He gave everything. <laughs> hey, 
Nobody's dying. In Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah. But if you have to die, die in the duty. Hey! Can you shake your neighbor and say, Umiske, your point. I have a vision for all of you. I pray for all of you. I have a vision for all of you. This is what I am seeing that God wants to do with you. And when I'm praying, I don't come in the morning and say, I'm going to do divine transfer. By the way, as I'm talking, there's a transfer coming into your spirit. It's because I have seen and looked at the situation. Where are you now? Hey, what you need now is something to be transferred again. Receive an impartation in your spirit. Receive an impartation in your prayer life. Receive an impartation in your faith. Can you shout, I'm going to be a strong believer? Don't give up. Don't give up. Next week, you want to tell us, you know, I didn't know it is glory and great hour. By the way, as we are turning eight, new, everybody's entering something new. A new anointing, a new grace, a new dimension. 